our scene opens as a car speeds into the parking lot of the Mars Corp facility. Slammed the car into park. And Agent Wendigo, you get a text from Agent Cross. And it says, compromised, I'll meet you outside. So you wait for what feels like forever, but is probably only 60 seconds. And finally, you see Agent Cross come out of the building. Cigarette in his mouth. How does Agent Cross look as he is approaching? Agent Cross, he looks as normal as he can because that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to make everyone believe that this is just run of the mill, walking outside, everything's fine. But his hands are in his pocket. He's a very thin, gaunt, tired looking man with a longer black greasy hair. But his hands in his pockets, he's sort of like doing this like rubbing fingertips thing. It's like, it's like the duck on the surface looks very calm, but the feet underneath are going crazy. So uh, that was what he, he looks like as he is calmly walking. Uh, dragging the cigarette and slowly walking over to the car. Yeah, and there's this eerie silence. You hear his boots kind of clicking against the pavement as he gets closer and closer, and finally the two of you are face to face. What's going on, Cross? Looks over his shoulder. Too much. Delta Green's compromised. And he sort of shakes uh, his hands uh, as he's trying to put the cigarette back in his mouth. I don't know what happened to the oldies. Sort of a blanket term talking about the people that were from the past. They brought in a cleaner. You probably don't know him. Jeremiah Fletcher. I heard stuff. Gunshots, screams. I couldn't get into the room. They're probably dead. But I heard... I heard that phrase. I heard that phrase you know what happens to nails and he said what i'm assuming is the second half they get ripped out they're working with mars corp there's some woman that looks a lot like that other mars woman And he just kind of like stares off. Fuck. Yeah. Um. I, I've barely been here. 
you know, a couple cases. I, I've never seen anything like this. Well, what do we do? I mean, who can we trust? We can't trust anybody, right? It's just you and me. Can I make some sort of intelligence or something check to, cause like, obviously I know the structure is like very small cell. Like they don't even give us like a little computer to do our own research, but do I, can I think of anyone that I could trust or something like that? I'll say, just make a, make a luck roll. 50, 50. Okay. Okay. How do I play this game? Okay. Oh, that's a fucking nine, my guy. <laughs> that's a fucking Holy nine. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm okay. assuming that's good, right? <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, that's the right half of 50. <laughs> <laughs> so you... You haven't known many people personally within Delta Green. Uh, that's been kept very... I mean, you don't even use your real name. You know? Yeah. Like, it's a very secretive thing. You do have FBI credentials. Yeah. That's a window you could possibly use. You're not sure... You're not sure exactly how secretive it will stay or who you can really trust there, but you do have that at your disposal. No, there's, there's no one. You gotta. I get close, uh, a little bit closer to Wendigo. You could just walk away. You don't have to. Delta Green, it ruins your, your life. You don't have to continue. But if you do, it's, it's not gonna be good. You just came in, you can, you can forget what you saw. But if we keep going, it's not going to end good. Cross, I, um, I appreciate that sentiment. But I feel like Delta Green is trying to do some good here. We don't know how far it goes up. No. No, we don't. So, you want to stay in? Or do you want to go home and live a happy life? To tell you the truth, with what happened the past 24 hours, I don't know if there's something to go back to. I would say maybe you don't, uh, I 
feel like you can see that that kind of hit cross uh, a little bit like in in the core of his soul I, I, I feel like and he's just like god damn it alright if we're gonna do this we have to be really careful alright we don't know what happened to him. We don't know who's watching us. We're not even on the assignment anymore. If we're gonna figure out where this comes from, we gotta be ghosts. So, maybe you should, uh, Send your family on a trip for the time being. I'm thinking Disneyland. And uh, I'm gonna go on my phone and buy uh, airplane tickets uh, for like maybe a couple weeks uh, to go to Disney World, something like that. And I'm gonna start dealing with that, sending the stuff to my wife and just being like oh hey look we won this uh blah 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 i got tickets and then whenever they're gonna go i'm gonna last minute be like ah shit work called me i can't go uh so that's what i'm doing in the meantime as we're sitting out in the parking lot is agent wendigo following his lead wendigo turns on his phone um Reads through the text messages here. Um, I'm going to send my wife a text. Saying that the museum is sending me away for a week or two to another museum. I know it's short notice. I'm gonna, they, they say I need to leave immediately and I will be in touch in within a couple days. Eventually, the small light, almost like a motion light that was at the door when you exited Agent Cross, that goes off and the parking lot goes dark. I will uh, turn to Wendigo. We need to get back in there. But we need reasons. They're really suspicious. They're really on edge, these people from the Mars Corp. We need to, we need to get back in there. We need to look around as quietly as we can. It might be best if you take the lead, I'll go with you. Yeah. Just I left my breath. duffel in there. 
that's fine. I just left my duffel in there. Just need to go get it. Yeah. Sounds good. You smoke? I did it one time. I uh, quit for my wife. Well, you might want to start again. And then I'll start walking towards the building. <clears throat> I uh, get out of the car, um, <clears throat> close the door, and although it has a shattered window, I hit the, the doot doot to lock it up. <laughs> um, and I walk slowly into the building, just casually. Okay. Yeah, you walk up, and the little motion light that's right by the door comes on, flickers, and goes out. Agent Wendigo, you open the doors, expecting to see the bright white of the lights in the walls, but you open the doors to see a completely empty and abandoned building. Fuck! And on that note... Fuck! We're going to switch over now to our friendlies. It's completely dark. And Rose, Peggy, Emily, Sanford Clark, and Nicole Mars have all dropped down from the execution room's drain hatch. Everybody first. Make a luck roll for me. I get an 88. <laughs> 92. 29. Katie! <laughs> I'm sorry! Okay, so... Uh, Peggy, you are only going to take one more point of damage. Okay. I'm not sure where you're sitting, but I know you're pretty low right now. I can't remember. I think I was at, like, three. Rose and Emily, you fall enough to... You're, you're landing on something soft, but there are jagged parts. And... Peggy, you feel whatever this... Whatever one of these jagged parts are, you feel yourself impaled by it as Ugh. you land. It rips through your side and you're not sure if you can get up. All of you have landed and Emily, I'm gonna need you to make a willpower roll. That was a four. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So <laughs> it's it's dark. It's dark all around you, and there's this moment where you, your head is turning, and you're not sure how many times you've turned in circles. Yeah. You can't see anything, but you're dizzy, and there's this, like, this feeling of, like, suffocating dread that is closing in on you with the darkness, but you close your eyes, and you hear, you hear breathing. You hear other people with you. You hear, unfortunately, pained sounds, but they're coming from Peggy. Peggy is here. And the smell of rot and decay is overpowering to all of you. You begin to kind of stir and, and speak, or at least make some sort of noise in the darkness. 
but you all hear movement in the room that doesn't belong to you. And then you hear a sound and hair on the back of your neck and your arms stand up. You hear a screech. What would you like to do? How far does it sound? Uh, it sounds like, like it's in the room with right. you. Yeah, cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool, cool. Um, I'm gonna start feeling around for Rose and Peggy and everybody else. I'm just gonna be quiet. crawling over to where I can hear Peggy's gasp. Um, the spiky things. All I'm imagining are bones, but are any do, do any of them seem like uh, something I could pick up and stab a thing with? With um, you know, make make an alertness roll. Okay, okay. That's a ten. That's a ten. Okay. Um. Yeah. It <laughs> is. Tries to it is. Me out. <laughs> <laughs> It is absolutely pitch black in here, so, like, you you can't even see your hand if it was in front of your face. But as you're crawling towards the sounds and reaching for people, you are feeling things that are sharp. If you had to guess, these are bones. Um, but they don't give too much resistance if you pull, and you could possibly use one of these as a weapon. Sure. Love it. Great. I keep moving towards Peggy with a bone in my hand. <laughs> Peggy? Emily? I'm right here. Rose, it's, it's <clears throat> alright. Just be very quiet. There's something in here with us. I don't know what's happened, but I, I'm hurt. I can't, I can't move right now. Alright, um... Miss Miss Mars, are you are you in here somewhere? You hear the shriek again, and you hear you hear what sounds like another woman, probably Mars, kind of like whimpering in pain as well. But kind of sounds like we're scooting somewhere, but it doesn't sound super close to you. All right, um, there's. Perhaps there's a tunnel out of here or something. We could, we could start peeling the walls. Um, Rose, you you stay with Peggy. I'll um, I'll start I'll start looking for an exit. Right? It's fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I'm scared for you to go off on your own. Perhaps if if Someone could just wrap something. I'm feeling something stabbed into me. I don't want to pull it out, but if we could perhaps wrap around it, I could try to move. I'll, I'm gonna um, rip the bottom of my shirt off to try and do that. So what exactly are we, tr what exactly are we trying to do? Um, wrap the wound, staunch Peggy's bleeding, because... Uh, Could Peggy... I do s some kind of a first aid roll or something? <laughs> or I don't know if they have that in here. It's um, medicine? Yeah, oh, wait, there's... No, there is first aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is oh, first I aid. I don't have it. 
I have I have a little bit. I could try. I um, would allow. I think first... I have it actually. Yeah, I have forty in it. Yeah, I would I allow a first 30. aid roll, but I think it's gonna be at a penalty of ten percent because you can't see it. It's just gonna be what you're feeling. So, but yeah, we can we can definitely do that. All right. Um, I'll I'll uh start to make my way over to Peggy. Pardon my hands. Missing you. Um, am I allowed to roll too? If you'd like. Um, still with that m- minus ten percent. That's eleven under thirty. Nice. Okay, I don't need to. That's <laughs> I also a got a success I got, too. I got a thirteen under forty. Or no, under thirty. Sorry, under thirty. Shouldn't have insulted my dice earlier. They're doing really good. Right? Um, <laughs> doing great. So as you're crawling over, like you hear the sound of clothing rip as as Rose is getting ready to try to tend to this wound, and you just kind of feel around tenderly because you know there are wounds everywhere, um, and you feel immediately that there is something sticking out of Peggy's side from the back, like, that that she has fallen onto, and you, you immediately know the situation, I guess. Uh, you're not sure if it's connected to the ground, necessarily, like, maybe we could lift her up with it mm-hmm. still in? Not yep. certain, but you do know that there is something protruding from her side. So, I'm going to very gently just put my hand underneath Peggy and say, we're not going to lift. I don't want you to use your muscles or anything, but I'm just going to see if there's anything connected to the ground, all right? Just take a deep breath. You'll be you'll be all right. And I'm just going right. to sweep underneath to see if I can, like, put my hand between whatever that is, because I don't want to r- pull it out without seeing it. Because that seems like uh, a bad idea. Peggy, go ahead and make a willpower roll. Power times five. Oh, times five. Okay. Yeah. 41 under 55. <laughs> Um, so you are, there's a moment where even just as the sweep is kind of like pushing underneath your back, there's a, you feel that bone that you were pierced by shift ever so slightly and you, you hold in just a scream of pain as you're trying to be quiet. For a moment you think you screamed because you hear a noise, but you, you realize the creature is screeching again and getting closer. Sweeping underneath, you do feel the point at which this bone pierced. Um, and I would say from your experience earlier of like pulling a bone free, it it is attached, but it could be pulled free with, with enough oomph. God, um... I don't want to take it out because she's going to bleed out. All right. Right. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to disconnect it from the ground, right? right. It's it's going to fucking hurt. Um, uh, Rose, can you um? I'm gonna you... grab her hand. Yeah, and uh, I'll um, the cloth that you have. Um, can you maybe bite on it, Peggy? Quickly now. Um, she does. All right, three. Two, break. <laughs> ah! 
<laughs> what would you like to roll for this? Is this... Um, oh, God. Are you going more, like, okay. strength-based? Carrie. Yes, I'm here Let for me it. make a proposition to you. Perfect. I'm an archaeologist. I have dealt oh, with bones okay. my entire fucking career. Can I roll in archaeology? <laughs> you know what? Yes, please do. Yes! <laughs> So, at the same time that you're doing this, you hear <laughs> you hear Sanford Clark and Nicole Mars, like, whispering to each other off in the distance. You hear there's something fucking in here with us. Oh, no. It's a four. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what is happening right now. <laughs> Your dice are like, you guys are in a bit of a pickle. You need a fucking um, win. <laughs> four under 50. Yeah, you're, you're basically, like, the tissue... This is gonna be really gross. The tissue is like <laughs> decayed enough to where mm. you can almost like slide your thumb into where it connects and mm. pry more than like pull or use, you know, strength to mm -hmm. do so. You're like prying with your thumb, getting like your whole hand in there with your fingers and just pulling. You hear like the tissue rip and eventually you hear the pop as it disconnects. And you hear. Sanford Clark cursing on the other side. He's fucking coming towards us. He's coming towards us. And you hear the shriek again. Very close now, but it sounds probably closer to Dr. Clark and Nicole Mars. Alright. Um, I'm gonna very gently sit Peggy up and wrap the, um, the cloth that Rose pulled off around to, to try to stabilize where the bone is, basically, so that it's not going to move or, like, pull out. If I need more, I have a giant men's shirt. <laughs> um, Peggy, I'm going to have you make a constitution roll for me. Is it also five? Where you do... Is yes. that how you do all those? Yes. Ooh, I got a ten. Under fifty-five. Okay, so you do not fall unconscious. Uh, you are able to regain your your compo- There's, like, a wooziness. You probably actually, like, fall unconscious for, like, a second. One of those, like, your head falls and you, you kind of shoot back up as you hear the screech again. And you hear Nicole Mars scream as you can hear the sound of- You know this sound. You've all heard this sound. It's when the creature finds something. And you, you hear this scuffle begin to happen. You hear the shrieking of the creature, and you hear the, the yelling of Nicole Mars. You can hear Sanford trying to fight whatever this is off. He's shouting and yelling. And then it's silent. Completely silent. We need to get the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm gripping. Peggy's hand so tightly. Oh, that I'm kind of hurting both of our hands. <laughs> um, let's search the walls, shall we? See if there's a, a drainage or something. <laughs> okay, okay. Peggy, can you? Yes, for now, I'm I'm alright. Okay, okay. I'm gonna get up and go help Emily. I'm gonna search areas that. She's not already at. 
basically I want to go along the walls to like run my hand it'll oh my god <laughs> yeah um <laughs> uh, Emily will gritting the gritting her teeth just run her hand along the wall in the entire time muttering it's fine it's fine it's fine it's nothing it's fine better than better this better this just just losing her fucking shit <laughs> as she touches this disgusting wall. Um, yeah. So the two of you move to the walls and begin feeling around. And while you feel a good layer of blood and dust and mud, the walls are smooth really smooth. Hey, I don't know that there's a way out of here. Can we go all the way? You continue on. There are moments where you you feel like uh, what is the opposite of an engraving? Um, Embossment. Yes. No pattern, though. Like, you can feel there's, like, a little ridge. You continue on. There's just a one bump. There's no pattern to what you're feeling, but the majority of the walls are smooth. You hear the crunching of the bones that you're stepping on. Occasionally, your shoes slip on something that you, you're not really sure you want to know what it is, and you meet on the other side. There must be a way. That, that that creature, I do we hear the creature anymore? Or Caleb or anyone else? Yeah. The the creature, it's gone. There must be a way out. Right? From where I am, can I feel if there's like anything on the floor, like another trapdoor or another grate or something that we could potentially go down? More? From your from your location. All you really feel is mush and decay underneath you. Um, and then you do hear them both go all the way around. I have a second question. So, we were falling for about a month. But... <laughs> but actually, was it like 30 feet? Was it like 100 feet? Was it like 18 stories? Because like... I assume not far enough that all of us died on impact, unless right. we're ghosts now. Yeah, it was, it was, if you had to guess in the darkness after taking, most of you taking wounds and falling, mm -hmm. 10, 12 feet? Okay. As we fell, did the trapdoor, did we see it close? Yes, that is why it is completely dark in here. Gotcha. All right. What? Um, we, I presume we can. We head back to to Peggy. Um, Before you do that. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Peggy, sitting here by yourself, you hear, you hear what you swear is the strike of a lighter, and you like instinctually turn your head. You hear Max's voice say, "I heard you were asking for some help. 
and then you hear <gasps> something slap against the the floor right beside you. All right, I feel I feel, feel where I heard the slop or flop. Your fingers close around a Zippo lighter. I, uh, I'll just kind of grasp it at first and say, oh, thank you, Mac. And, and then I'll open it and light it. It's not a lot of light, but it's a decent amount of light. You two turn back to see Peggy glowing in the light of the small flame of this lighter. Peggy, unfortunately, unfortunately, you see Peggy because now you can really see how much blood is soaking Peggy's torso. Love it. Um, on a scale of one to ten, uh, how much of a panic attack is Emily having, surrounded by all these fucking germs? Scary. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we got over this, but I don't think we did. <laughs> you know. You know. I think. I think maybe as long as you're okay with this. This is being 100% repressed right now. Um, and this might play into the disorder that we kind of ease into later. Beautiful. Yeah, Love just completely it. repressing. Everything's fine. Yeah, this is fine. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. um, okay, yeah. Uh, hey, did you find it? In the, uh, whatever. I can't explain it. <laughs> I, it just appeared here next to me. And if, if you'd asked me yesterday, I would have said that I don't have a, a criminal bone in my body, but I think perhaps this one is the fucking one. And she gestures to the bone jutting out of her side because I think Mac is communicating to me beyond the grave and he gave me this lighter. I know it wasn't here before. You're, you're covered in blood. I, I am, I, I know. But I'm alive. And we, we mean to keep you that way. Let's see if we can see anything with this little bit of light that we have. I think it was given to me as a sign. There is a simultaneous moment where all of you, you know, nod and begin to try to look off to see your surroundings. And there is a moment where your heart drops because you swear there are other people in here with you. And then you realize, as your eyes are adjusting better to this light, the walls are mirrors. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are Get they... us fucking in there. What are you doing? Are they, are they, are they shiny steel or are they actual mirrors? They are actual mirrors. Peggy's oh going to start so crawling toward smart. one and try them. Peggy's going to try to um crawl toward the mirror and see if it's if if she can touch it or if there's any way to like move through it as a human and not a, a beast. Um I think I'm going to have you make a power roll for that because I believe one of your um fears Oh yeah, I'm afraid of mirrors. That's right. All right, I'm going to try to work against this. Afraid of mirrors, rightfully so. Let me just add. Oh, I missed. I missed it. I got a sixty-four over fifty-five. It's it's like a combination of the pain. Like you go to move, and this pain just shoots through you, and then you're really realizing 
that you are completely surrounded by these mirrors and you're kind of like shining the the flash like moving the flashlight in all directions oh i thought i I could do that but i I can't i can't stop 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 moving the mirrors perhaps there's something to it is all i was i was thinking rose We've already had our hands on them, haven't we? I'm gonna try again now that we can actually see them. Um, go ahead and make an alertness roll now that you can see them. Eighty-five. Yeah, I mean, you you're heading up. You can tell they're all framed differently. Those were the, like the the grooves that you were kind of feeling before. They all have different frames to them, but they're all placed side by side by side by side by side all the way around the room. You touch the glass and it's it's glass. Can I try to like push on ones that look like they're framed a little differently? Like you know how some closets have mirror doors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of walk around and start pushing on them. Um, is there anything Emily is doing while Rose is investigating? I want to look at the ceiling. Okay. Um, <clears throat> to see if there's any possible way that we could grab onto the bottom somehow. From what you can gather about the ceiling, is it, it seems, it's very much like the... Um as if you were in a basement like it's just completely solid you can't even tell there's a hatch when you look up at the ceiling peggy would like to closing her eyes because she doesn't want to see the mirrors anymore kind of just hold the lighter up and ask mac tell me which way to go and i'm waiting for a feeling of direction but i'm not looking and I'm hoping he'll guide my hand. Making a cult roll. Right. I got a 46 under 50. Ooh. Wait. Yes. Yeah, I, actually, I think my cult might be higher than that, but it's not. But anyway, I made it. Okay. Um. You are going to lose one point of sanity. No. Wait, my <laughs> cult is actually 70. <laughs> so 46 under 70. As you hear Mac, you almost just hear like a a breath, but you know it's Mac. And you see something glisten on one of the corners of one of the frames. Emily, Rose, I see something different. I, I see something kind of sparkling or glistening over there. And I'll kind of hold the light that way head over there here take 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 this yeah taking the lighter and bringing the lighter closer you see (laughs) a dog no um (laughs) (laughs) you see um there's there are symbols on the corners of these frames on on all of them actually as you're kind of like shining the light around to look around. You see... One says... Ship. One says... Mangala. 
One says 1871. One says 1901. Some of them are... You assume a language, but you don't understand it. One of them says safe house. And you see what looks to be some sort of... I'll say you all have at least a little bit in a cult. Um, it looks like some sort of, like, protection symbol etched into this mirror. Alright, um... Safe house seems the most promising, perhaps? Um... Uh, let's get Peggy over here and, and, and just in case, um, you know, we can try to figure out how this, this works. I'm gonna go put her arm over my shoulder to help her stand up. It hurts and you're almost immediately <sighs> drenched in blood. I can do this. Did you find something? Yeah, yeah. She, she found something. Please, let's all st stay connected. I'm gonna, like, try to lightly press on her wound. I don't want to hurt her, but at the same time, I want to try to help staunch the bleeding as much as I can <sighs> as I hold her. and help her go over to where Emily's standing. Um, I will hold out a hand for Rose, or actually, yeah, and um, say, um, <clears throat> Peggy is quite right. We probably should be sure we're touching before we do anything with this. Um, and I'll take your hand in the hand of mine that does not have the lighter. Give the lighter to Peggy. Um, and then reach out and touch the mirror and... I don't know. Um, think real hard about a safe house. <laughs> Let me ask you, does Emily truly and fully believe that she can walk through this mirror right now? She's walked through a lot of mirrors in the last few days. So yeah, you know? This is a, this is not a mirror. This is a portal, goddammit. And we're going to be in a goddamn safe house after this. <laughs> and she can wash her fucking hands. <laughs> so there is a moment. You touch the glass. And then you feel a ripple. Almost as if something is, like, touching your hand on the other side. And then the glass gives in. And you see your hand move through it. And without thinking too much more, just in case, you just walk through. And you pull Rose through. You pull Peggy through. And you now feel very out of place, filthy, wounded, covered in blood, standing in a living room. 
And with that, we're going to cut back to the agents. No! <laughs> agents. We don't, don't know what happened to them. It's just a room full of fucking mirrors and blood and guts. I guess they're dead. <laughs> agents, I need you both to make a sanity roll for me. No. We're just going to hit everybody's uh. breaking point today. That's my goal. I'm like, breaking <laughs> points all around. <laughs> You get a disorder, and you get a disorder, and you get a disorder. Oh, boy, well, I don't think I got that. You uh, that's a, a hot ninety-eight. At least it wasn't uh, a ninety-nine. Yeah, I got a four. Nice. Wow. When to go knows what's up. He's like, saying, which is good because he was shit. the closest to the breaking point. Yes, I was. And honestly, this makes more sense because Cross, you just came out of this building. Like, oh right, you just came out of this building. <laughs> uh, you are going to lose four points of sanity. Ah, uh, boy. As you are looking that. around and, and noticing just how impossible this is, it doesn't just look like people up and left. This place looks like it's been abandoned for a long time. There are no lights. Nothing is left. I think uh, Agent Cross just kind of is frozen there for a little bit. Just kind of staring, looking around. It's just his eyes. Because sort of one of Agent Cross's rules for himself is below the surface. Everything. So he's just kind of frozen there. until Wendigo does something. So I opened up the door and I saw that it was abandoned. Uh, were you close enough to see it as abandoned too? Or are you like right behind me? Okay. I, I I think so. Like maybe, maybe we like step in or, or you open the door and then we just sort of stop or something. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just turn around and go Cross, what the fuck is going on here? Uh. I left for a half an hour. Maybe that. Maybe an hour. Yeah. Yeah. This just means everything's worse. And I'll take out uh, my, my pistol, uh, put it in front of me, and, and just sort of like straight into uh, uh like straight into like standard protocol um just taking the gun out just like silently like you go this way uh like we'll stay together you go this way taking out the little flashlight to put on the other side and going into into the building um wendigo will take out his gun uh from his from behind him uh lock and load and follow right behind uh cross and search these halls for traces, anything of... Actually, um, he would ask which way it was to the hallway, and that's where he would be, like, most interested in going. Yeah, probably uh, where we... The room that I could not go in, if it is a similar layout, I would like to try to go there first. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it looks like the exact same layout, but just nothing is here, and like layers of dust are covering surfaces, and mold spots are along parts of the walls. Like, this looks like it's been abandoned for a while, and you're walking through a lot of office doors that had previously been closed and locked. The doors are open. You can see in. They're empty. They look like meeting rooms. And then you get to the door that had the keypad. Keypad's still there. There's no power to the building. Um, Try the door. The door opens. As we're walking through, we have, like, the little burner phones and stuff right that they reach us i just want to kind of look at it and make sure we did get texts from delta green and that stuff has happened or like is like it all like, the stuff in the past yeah like, as in like do we have records of this actually happening or is this like all one big weird illusion uh or i don't know like i'm trying to find out what things are constant i guess yeah everything you have received is still on your phones. I can't deny this. And I just sort of nod, uh, just like, you know, this way, um, and would like to keep uh, moving carefully down uh, standard procedure, trying to see what the hell's down this hallway. The two of you get down to the end and you see, you've noticed the constant, like, decline and once you get to the end, you see the brick wall. You see the grate at the bottom. You know what this place was used for. Yeah. Um, gonna look around, you know, see like blood, bullet marks, like try to find like evidence of like do I believe that they are for sure dead? Blah, blah, blah. Because if I know what this room is, then I know that there is a, like, trap door type thing. Um, so uh, maybe maybe first thing I'll do is go up to the grate and shine the light down it uh, to see if anything's moving down there. Um, heading up to the grate, you don't see through it. There's, like, a there's a floor oh, a few so inches we'll below to... the grate. Yeah. Okay. Um... I'll, uh, quietly, I'll just kind of try to sign to Wendigo, like, I'm going to open the grate, you look in, stand back, make sure you don't fall in, uh, sign, like, shine your flashlight so we can see what's down there. Just kind of, like, fun, cool, <laughs> FBI stuff. So, uh, Wendigo has his gun out and clicks on his, his sort of mag light and is shining over at this point. You think it would be easy, but this is rusted and old oh, as fuck. fuck. And you're like, yeah. And I you kind of pull, easy. and then there's this sudden, like, jolt. And for a moment, you think you broke it. Um, but you have pulled the lever down, and it it doesn't open so much as it just completely breaks. Uh, the, the whole bottom, instead of it opening like some sort of hinge or hatch, it just falls and smashes down to the floor below. Dust plumes up um yeah um it just we know what's down there as the players and the audience but like it just looks like dust like it's just <laughs> just all of this dust coming up and 
You look down. As the dust is clearing, you see this hatch sitting in... But your lights are good enough. Bones. They're sitting in bones. Do we see the wall? If if I'm shining like all around, not just the bones, do I see the mirrors as well? Or just just the bones in a sort of steel room? From here, you're just seeing the bones. You can't really get a good enough angle to see the walls themselves. Um... I'll just, I'll just speak out. Uh, just be like, Doctor Clark, O'Hara, O'Neill, Claythorn, Mars. Anyone down there? I'm gonna flick a lit cigarette down there. It explodes. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you toss the cigarette down there, you see it land. Uh, um... Um, I'd like to... I don't know, do an occult roll or something like that? Uh, it's like, obviously I haven't experienced anything like this, but I don't know, like, kind of putting the clues together of the things that we have investigated so far of like going weird places in time and uh, being kicked out of the house seeing weird shit uh all of that uh, trying to put the stuff together okay is there any like leftover paperwork anywhere or anything like that like i can i get a date uh, or anything like like to is there any like a calendar on the wall or something like that that i can see something it's like circled uh, murdered people on, well uh, not like that but like <laughs> I think you know great. like there's x marks and then they just left it behind yeah. and they didn't know like somebody from what from what you up. saw getting to this point there's nothing left okay. Ooh, uh 18 under 50 for a cult okay Understandably so, your brain is going to like a hundred different places right now. And you know this case. This has been about time. This has been about not not manipulating it. But your mind kind of sits on that for a moment. You were just in here. You were just in here. And now it looks like this has been abandoned for centuries. There's got to be something to that. Um, I guess I'll uh, sort of mumble a little bit about that uh, around Wendigo. Uh, since I don't really have any sort of answer on it, I'll just be like, this doesn't make sense. Time. How are they able to do this? This doesn't make any sense. Um... And I'll just be uh, sort of looking around, I guess. I'll just be like, I have no idea. I guess we should look at the rest of the place. If something... If 
this place has been abandoned for however the hell long. I sort of look around and we lost any trace of being able to find them. It doesn't make sense, but... Let's, 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 look, let's look around and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some rope. If we don't find anything up here, maybe I look down there, but I don't say anything. And I'll be like, let's stay close while we're looking around. Um, and I'd like to uh, basically uh, cursory search through the building to see if we find anything. Because there's no clues in here that they were in here. So I'm trying to find if there are clues elsewhere. And if not, get the rope, descend, and try and see what the fuck's down there, if there's anything. Okay. Uh, um, heading out of this hallway, uh, still only using the flashlights, no, no light is in this building. You check different rooms, some of them you can walk in and quickly know I'm gonna learn nothing from, from this room. Completely bare bones, there's a table, there's chairs, like, that's it. Some of them have desks, you kind of go in, open up the desks to discover the same thing, there's nothing. The most you can find is maybe someone, there's some pencil shavings in like one of the desks. Like it's that, that empty. Um, and as you are checking one of the rooms, kind of looking through a couple of the desks, you hear someone run by the door down the hallway. Uh, hey. Wendigo, Wendigo immediately follows Chase. Yeah. Immediately take off? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. going with him. Perfect. So you both go to rush out and you slam into each other in the doorway. Uh, and there's just this like short moment of get the get the fuck out of the. What is this and a you cartoon? Both... <laughs> you both like shove through the doorway, and by the time you get out of the hallway, you see just the like back, like the foot of someone disappearing into one of the either turning off into another hallway or disappearing into a room on the left, way down the hallway. Stop. Uh, uh, since we aren't able to catch them, I say I'll just be like, just like quiet and then following them, trying to listen to where they're going. Uh, so it's like at least we can know where they're going rather than beating them there. Okay, go ahead and make it an alertness roll as you're moving forward. More quietly, gun like trained down. Oh. God damn it. Uh, 78 over 70. The worst agents ever. <laughs> I'm stressed out, man. This has this building aged a hundred years. In ten minutes. Ten minutes. Um, <laughs> God. Yeah, so you both move down the hall until you get to the doorway that you're pretty certain this person ran into. The door is cracked. It's not closed, but it's not open enough for you to see in. Now both of you make an alertness roll. Does it swing out or swing in? It That's my question. In. Okay. Perfect breaching room. Oh yeah. That's a 34 under 70, my guy. 67 over 20. Okay. So Wendigo, you're more concerned about getting ready to kind of push this door open if needed. And you kind of look over at Cross and Cross is just listening. You hear a sound that's like familiar to you, but you can't quite like place it yet. Or 
you can't place it in this setting yet. You're you're sitting there like, why do I know that? And then it clicks. You hear the sound of like an expo marker writing on on a board, like a whiteboard. You hear the squeaking of the marker as it's moving, the, the tapping as the marker is drawn away and then placed back. There's writing happening. I feel like I'll hold up my finger and then just try to, as quietly as possible, like uh, like squeak the door open. Well, hopefully not squeak, but uh, gently push the door open. Uh, maybe even like holding up the doorknob so that it doesn't, uh, like kind of trying to pull the door up so it doesn't squeeze or squeak or whatever. Try to get a look inside without alerting them, I guess. Okay. Um, go ahead and make a stealth roll. Meh. Oh boy. Ain't good at stealth. Uh, Agent Cross is now a stealthy guy. Ah boy, that is one away. That is miserable. 31 over 30. You're peeking in quietly enough to where you're able to see this figure standing and writing on this whiteboard. You see a woman. You see she's dressed in, like, a Victorian-style outfit. Um, she has boots, like, fit for some sort of adventurer or something, and she has... this marker in her hand, and she's writing her, like, darker blonde hair is kind of pulled back, but it looks messy, as if she's been... she's... been running around all night, basically. And... You see her finish whatever she's writing just as the door makes one little, eh, just just one little creak. And she looks back in your direction. Do you hide or are like, do you kind of jump back behind the door or are you allowing yourself to be seen? I'll say, I'll say I'll allow myself to be seen and I'll actually turn the flashlight on to sort of like blind them uh, in their eyes. But I'm not going to be running and she's like hey so as she's turning she looks at you and there is a look of fear and as the flashlight comes on she disappears i close my eyes it's not fucking real and i'll sort of then move the flashlight over to what she was writing. You see an address. Mm. Ah, Taco Bell, I knew it. Uh, what is the uh, address, do I know? <laughs> um, the numbers don't matter. Uh, I don't okay, have yeah, like yeah, an exact yeah. street address or anything, but you see it's an address uh, somewhere in Boston. Okay. Does the description of this person match any of the information that we got from uh, our friendlies from the past when they were talking about their friends? Or is this uh, sort of like a new uh, bit of information? This seems new. Okay. Uh, did Wendigo, I feel like I look back at Wendigo and just sort of confirm, did you just see that? I don't think so. Uh, 
I guess. <laughs> Just sort of laughs. I guess I'm the only one seeing dead people here, I guess. Um, and I'll uh, uh, shine the light on the, the address. I'm assuming Wendigo does see the address. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, looks like we have something to go on. Um, I will say also, you see this address, and then you see J-M-M-F. Jumf. J-M-M-F? I'll, uh, look at, uh, Wendigo, and we should probably get out of here pretty soon. I still want to see what's down in that hole, though. I mean, do we really need to go? We got an address. We've got a lead. We, do we really need to go down there? Or I, yeah. we don't. Know I mean, if you want to go, I've I've got rope in the car. We can bring we can bring the rope in. And I just don't know if we're. We need to be looking for corpses or if there's people actually out there that still need our help. If you ask me, time's been a little bit wobbly the whole 24 hours we've been on this case. That's true. As you say that, Agent Wendigo, it kind of makes a little more sense to you of maybe why these characters were probably sent to be executed. Time has get, gotten a little wobbly, hasn't it? Whoa. What? Cross, I... What if... What if they are covering their tracks? Oh. Or at least trying to. You mean Delta Green is covering their tracks? What are you talking about? Mars Corp, Delta Green, they're in cahoots. Could be the same place. If they've created or found a way to manipulate time and they've pulled these people but they don't know how to put them back. What would you do to them? Guess I look at the hole. Well, I guess if they survived, they gotta be somewhere. If they didn't, I guess there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, if you want to look at a hundred-year-old corpse, by all means, I've got the rope. We can go down there. But if we've got an address to lead us somewhere down this rabbit hole... An address that someone who disappeared gave to us. 
I don't know about you, but last time we uh, encountered someone that wasn't there, they uh, tried to do some weird stuff with a face on the docks. I don't know if I entirely trusted them. Weird shit that we saw in the house. Oh, right. Yeah. All right. I got a quick idea. Um, and uh, basically, I want to get, like, I don't want to go down there myself, but I'm going to get my phone, tie it on the rope, turn on the lights, descend it down, record, try and turn it around, uh, bring it back up and look at it. Uh, just to at least check it out before we leave. And, like, this will be quicker than actually descending into it. Um, and that's what I'd like to do. Okay. So you lower the phone down. Mm -hmm. I assume it's like there's light, like you're shining light down for yeah, the phone. Yeah, I turned okay. on the oh, gotcha. The, okay, the camera light on the phone. Gotcha. So that it okay. can, yeah. All right. Um, is there any conversation being had as the phone is lowered down, or? Or is it just all business? I'd be like, so do you like fishing? Is a <laughs> like fishing? fishing, exactly. So this is a different kind of fishing. It's a really old fish that we're trying to catch. Honestly, the only time. That... Never mind. No, and, man. Uh, then I'll pull it back yeah. up. Um, pull the phone back up, stop the recording, head over to the, you know, video to then press play. You press play and you kind of hear your voice is getting quieter as the phone is lowered down. You see brick walls all the way around. Um... Pieces glisten, and it takes a couple spins to realize there were mirrors here, but they were all shattered. Mm. Little points are in some places, but the mirrors are shattered. Is and... the video is the video good enough that we can see the names or the words on it or anything mm -hmm. like that? Okay. No, Damn. but. As, as it's spinning, you see a hand grab onto it and kind of turn it in their direction. And you see that woman again. She's looking as if confused. You see the phone kind of spin around and move. And then she just leans in and says, help them. And then you pull the phone back up. Uh, did Wendigo see that? If it, if I'm, you're watching, I'm the video right over the shoulder, dude. I, said. Well, I wasn't sure if like if it was just something that I see in the video or, or not. Uh, I'd be like, yeah. I sort of like look away from the phone. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, woman that wrote our little address down. Shut the phone. 
Let's go. Do we recognize that woman? Does she look like Nicole Mars, or is it just a completely separate ghost to us? Nobody you've ever seen before. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I, uh, I'll leave the building. Hopefully we're still in 2022. 20, uh, uh, I, yeah, that's, uh, that's my, my next goal. Leave the building with the intention to head to that address or? Yes. Okay. Hey there, friendlies. You are oh, standing in a clean living room. You already hear blood drip onto the floor from Peggy's wound. Um, you see... From the living room where you're standing, you see, you know... Like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna explain this, even though your characters <laughs> are gonna feel very out of place in this home. But you see, like, a big flat-screen TV. You see a couch, um, a, like, a love seat recliner. Uh, you see on the other side, there's, like, a half wall with a, like more of a kitchenette than a kitchen. Uh, you see a little bar and the like full kitchen is on the inside of that. You see like a laptop sitting on the bar itself closed. Um, you see a basket of like fruit. Um, yeah, that is what you see from here. There is a hallway that leads down to more of this house, but that is what you're seeing at this time. I'm not even really paying attention the moment that I see some sort of clean couch or the love seat. I'm immediately going to help Peggy down onto it and just sit there and try not to freak out, but I don't know what to do. I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I don't know how to help you. I'm so, Rose, I, I think, I think I'm going to die. Why did you jump in front of that gun? I don't know. I didn't... I didn't think they were going to do that to us. I really didn't. But it's clear they... were trying to execute... No, they weren't... They weren't trying to execute us. They were trying to exterminate us. To be executed, you have to be somewhat important. We were... pests to them. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You. You're not. You're not. You were not allowed to leave me. I don't want to, but I might. I. We need to get this blasted bone out. I, it's going to get infected if we don't, and I. But if we take it out. I, where was I? Emily. Um, as Rose has taken Peggy to the couch, I am searching for... Okay, so I, Farah, know what first aid supplies are. <laughs> Emily, <laughs> it's a toss-up. She knows, like, old-fashioned World War One circa medical supplies. So that's what she's looking for. But I assume I find a bathroom with some kind of red cross situation and that's at least familiar i think timeline wise so that's what i'm going for yeah i would assume between like the kitchen or the bathroom like you would find something like that somewhere um yeah. 
and while they were having this conversation, you're basically just, you know, looting through drawers, trying to find yeah. stuff, and you eventually do come back with, like, this first aid kit. Yeah. How did, I... how did you end up being, like, the medic in this kit? You know, it just, <laughs> it just happens. I hung out with a nurse for, like, 60 years or some shit, right? Like, <laughs> that's fair. I, that, that is you fair. know? Or maybe I just should have been a doctor. My parents would have been very proud. All right. Um, I'm going to... <laughs> Instead, I do this. Um, I'm going to wash my hands before I touch any of the medical equipment. And I think I spend a little bit too long. Not not as long as I want to, but long enough that I'm like... I She probably honestly takes off the shirt and just from feeling suffocating and um, just like scrubs everything a little obsessively. When she comes back, her arms and hands are red. Um, and she just dumps all of this medical stuff on the table. She doesn't know what half this shit is. It's new and modern and whatever. She's right. Um, I've, I've cleaned up, I've cleaned up some things. And when, um, when Mr. Hughes was injured on the ship, I, I, fixed their shoulder. I, um... I don't know how to do this, Peggy. I'll be quite honest. I've never done something this bad before. But... By God, you can't leave us. <laughs> right? So, we're going to try. Mm -hmm. And, um... Alright, um... I know we need to clean it. You need I... to get the bone out. And... Immediately, you're going to need to pack that wound as quickly as possible so I don't bleed out. But I probably will go, I probably will pass out. Um, so I just, I feel I need to say something before, just in case I don't have the opportunity to again. Rose, you just asked me why I... dove in front of the bullet I I said I don't know but I I do know back in 1922 I was different um different in a way that wasn't allowed and I I never had a family or did anything besides police work because I didn't feel uh, the way I was supposed to feel for the people I was supposed to feel it. Um, I dove in front of it. I, I feel for you. All right, do it. And then she closes her eyes. I'm gonna, like, reach forward one hand on her- Oh, uh, grabbing her hand, one hand grabbing her face. And just put my forehead, like, down touching hers. Trying to give her some sort of stability. Okay. Um, I will also- I'll give them a hot second and see if I can find some whiskey or something or like there's got to be alcohol in this room, right? <laughs> What's a safe house without whiskey? Very said bar. I'm assuming bar yeah. has liquor. 
Um, you're shocked because there's no liquor in the kitchen. You're you're like frustrated. You're kind of slamming things around, looking, and you're not sure what tells you. You think you saw an office when you were heading to the bathroom to find this first aid kit, and you immediately beeline back to this office, shove the door open. You see a desk, a small shelf. You walk over and you immediately start ripping open the drawers. And in one of the drawers, you see like half a bottle of whiskey in the drawer itself. That's enough to my own heart. All right, let's, okay. Um, I bring it and I take a drink myself and then I hand it to Peggy uh, and Rose. One for the trip, dears. I'm, I'm not going to drink it, but I'll sit back enough so Peggy can. And while her mouth is occupied, I'm going to look at her. I, I don't know anything about this world that we are currently trapped in. I know one, one solitary thing about this world and this future, and that's that I can't exist in it without you in it. So you can't leave me. You can't. And you can't ever put yourself in harm's way for me again. Because if only one of us gets out of this, it has to be you. Because you have, you help people. I am a thieving, conniving little shit, and I always have been. I've done nothing good in this world, in our, our present, our past. I did nothing helpful, useful, or good. You are good, you don't, you don't get to sacrifice yourself for me. You don't get to do that. And you don't get to die right now. Alright, uh, well, I don't know if I can promise the thing about putting myself in harm's way, but luckily for you, teething conniving little shits are my specialty. And, uh, you're way better than you think you are, and I don't think I would be alive if not for you now, so I'm gonna do my best, and you're gonna do your best, and, uh, Hopefully we'll fucking come out all right. She takes a big swig of the whiskey and then like pours the rest of it onto the wound. And then I think probably that would make her pass out from pain. Well, all right. All right. Um, please. Stand by with I just I just shove a bunch of towels into Rose's hand. I'm going to pull it out. You're going to hold that on the ho- on the wound as hard as you can. Do you understand me? Yeah. Alright. Three two Yank. Instantly pressing. Oh no. We're, everything's fine. Don't panic. No. I'm alive. I'm just unconscious. <laughs> oh god. Everything's on purpose. Don't hurt me like that. <laughs> I saw the panic. No, don't panic. <laughs> just in case. Oh my god. <sighs> the scene cuts to black. <sighs> I need both of you to make 
either a medicine or a first aid. If you have something else to argue and it's good enough, perhaps that, but medicine or first aid is where I'm sitting. <laughs> you per, uh, persuade. Peggy, you can do this. Can you can yeah. You can't die. This. You love yeah. me. You have to stay <laughs> Unarmed combat. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Step yeah. out of it. I've studied lots of diagrams of human <laughs> bodies that were eviscerated. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, don't fuck me, dice. Don't fuck me. Okay. Is there any My way we can aid? give? Do we have luck points that we can give people? Uh, I'm I'm creating that stat now. Here you go, guys. <laughs> Here Here's are... uh, all my luck points. I'm not there, but here you go, guys. Guys, it's a fourteen under forty. Yes! <laughs> what the what? fuck is with my dice? Yes, yes, what yes, is yes, with yes, my yes, dice yes, today? Yes. They know that we I'm are so in need. <laughs> Come on, Rose. Rose is too shaken up. 39 over 10. I, I literally oh only God. had 10. I mean, that checks That's out, though. Hard. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, my hands are shaking too much to oh hold God, the towels. You're not, you're not sure what time it was when you arrived here. There was, like, light coming in through the windows. It appeared to be day. Um, but it's dark by the time you're finished. Um, you've had to turn on a few lights in here. There's a lamp in the corner. There's like an overhead light. But Peggy is alive. Breathing. Still unconscious. Very pale. You imagine letting her rest is probably good, but you're gonna need to get some sustenance in her soon. But it's done. I don't want to let go of her hand. You don't have to, Rose. I'll get you whatever you need. You don't. You don't have to. Thank you for saving her. Yeah. Do you know why I got on that boat, Miss Claythorne? Yeah. I had a lot of roommates growing up when I was a young woman. Dear friends. And then I met, and I met a girl who was, she was the light of my life. And she, wanted us to... She wanted me to make more of a commitment. But I had the same problem as Peggy. I mean, we... You know. <laughs> the times, they were not such that you could... I didn't want to start again. You understand. Um, she asked me to go to Boston with her instead of New York, and I was afraid. And I told her I'd think about it and then I got a job offer I told her I'd give my decision when I got back if I can give you two an opportunity to do what I couldn't 
to be to be happy together I will do whatever I can I promise you that I'm so sorry <laughs> I wonder how long she waited for you I don't know Maybe the agents can find her on their magic box if if they're not out to kill us. <laughs> what was her name? Victoria. She was beautiful. Anyway, how about a spot of tea? Yes. I don't quite know how to work these. I, I was never the one in the kitchen, if you will, but I can certainly try. <laughs> Tea, I can make. I think... I think I was just too selfish to ever love anyone before, so it never occurred to me... to wonder if my feelings were inappropriate or wrong, because I never had them. The only thing I ever cared about was money. Money and pretty things. Well, Peggy's one of those things. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she is. <laughs> I'm just kind of, kind of, I'm, I'm sitting in the floor next to the couch, just still holding her hand. I just kind of lay my head on the side of the couch and just stare ahead exhausted and listen to her breathing making sure she doesn't stop Emily make gets tea. up to go make some tea <laughs> agents can we please have a scene of them trying to order pizza over the phone <laughs> We don't know what phones are. We don't exactly. know. Exactly. We don't have a phone. It's going to be so great. They're like, oh what is my this? God. Hello? Is it can we, pizza? Operator, can you like connect me, please? There's like a flyer under the door, and it's like, how do we get pizza? Uh, I thought for sure I was dying there. You guys. I know. I don't, I don't know what is happening, and I'm afraid that I'm going to get fucking a hundred on something that's going to be really important. And I'm going to be like... I was like ready. I was so ready. Keep my it. dice out the fucking window. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god, I'm so stressed. Okay. <laughs> I might need to go get some wine. <laughs> While these agents are having their scene, I'll be That is yeah. so fair. <laughs> <sighs> agents. You are pulling up to the address, you know, driving down. It's just a, it's a residential street. Other homes, some have their lights on, some don't. It's dark. The sun has set. But you are arriving. You look at the house before you. It's a one story. Seems pretty modest. Seems completely normal. Could I say on the way, or when we left, I uh, called one of my subordinates at the FBI and asked them to just run a quick search on an address for me and give them the address. 
and see if anything comes back. I'll just tell him it's it's part of a bunch of cases, different addresses, blah 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 blah. Trying to get him yeah. not to ask questions. Um, you would get back a name. Um, Joshua Manuel Morrison Fredrickson. Fredrickson is the name that you receive. Joshua Manuel Morrison Fredrickson. Morrison, Morrison Fredrickson. Um, when I get that, I just be like, any information on them? Any any red flags? I feel like usually if if so, if a name pops up, it's kind of like, oh, do they have a criminal record? Blah blah blah. What do we? Anything weird? Um. Yeah. You see, there was parking tickets. Yeah. Par- like lots of, uh, not even lots, but just enough. Couple parking tickets. Nothing. Nothing big or red flag at all about this guy. Right. I'll definitely tell when to go that as we pull up to the place all right how are we gonna handle this that's what i was wondering do you want do you want to walk around before we go straight in do we want to you know i'm uh not too good with people maybe you should do the talking sure i'll do my best. You have a story? Uh, you can do a routine inspection. Something happened on the block. Asking questions, you know. Oh, normal, yeah. normal police things. Just, just some reason to get them to give you some information. Whoever this is, uh, maybe. Uh, uh, I don't know, criminal investigation, uh, someone threatened, uh, this address bounced back, any sort of reason to get them talking. Uh, but I'll be right next to you, so... Uh, yeah, let's go. Uh, get out of the car, light a cigarette, and uh, walk up behind Wendigo. Go into the house. I'm gonna get to the door and uh, just three knocks. Bop, bop, bop. Okay. Emily, as you're making tea, you hear three knocks. Right. I will look over at Rose and just and pull I assume there are kitchen knives. Oh yeah. A big ass French knife out of the block and just hold it behind myself. Is there a peephole in the door? Yes. Great. Uh, I look through. I presume I see. You look Wendigo through, and, and somehow you see Agent Wendigo and Agent Cross. <laughs> um, like looking through the windows. Mm-hmm. Um. God, does Emily trust them? Uh, you know what? She heard Cross banging on the door. When that stuff, so yeah, she opens the door. Absolutely did. Yeah. The knife drops to the ground and she just, she opens the door, pure shock. I can't believe you. How did you find us? Get inside. Get inside. 
<laughs> I like uh, grab Wendigo if he does not move. I yank him inside the door. I I get show I get pulled in. Uh, I get pulled into the to the door. I'll look behind us, make sure anyone's not like anyone's uh, on the street looking at us. Make an alertness uh, roll. Fucking butts. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Forty-two under seventy. As you glance in the light of the streetlight, you swear you see that woman smiling, but you blink and she's gone. Uh, I guess to answer your question, I'd be like, I guess a guardian angel told us. And then step inside, still looking at the street, and like cl slowly close the door uh, with uh, sort of Do my hand in the, my back belt over with my the, the, the gun sort of like resting. I am gonna. I am gonna. After I get pulled into the ha to the room, I'm gonna take my gun out and uh, make sure that the the house is secure itself. Uh, I'm just gonna walk down the hallways, check all the rooms, make sure that we are the only people in this house. Yeah, Wendigo just begins pushing through. You see a lot of blood on the carpet. You see blood all over the living room, Shit, right. and you see blood all over the bathroom. Uh, where, like, Emily's hands were washed. You know, there's there's blood in a lot of places. Um, but the house is clear. Do, do either happened? of you know first aid, please? I, Peggy's... I, I did my best, but I'm not a doctor. I um, look over I've got some... Go. I've got rudimentary first aid. I've got about 30... 30%. It's a lot so. better than mine. Okay. <laughs> it's not as good uh, as mine. <laughs> Okay. It's no. not as good. It's probably not. Oh, uh, that's um, fine. I'm bringing over to Peggy with a nurse. <laughs> but maybe, but maybe because it's thirty, it's it's first right. It's modern medicine. Twenty twenty two. I might know a little bit more. Maybe, um, possibly. You know but what polysporin is? My dice. <laughs> oh, open up your dice, phone. So. Uh, look up YouTube online video how, how to perform <laughs> surgery. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'll ask ask uh, O'Hara. Uh, what happened? Run, run, run it down. I, Thirty-seven um, over thirty. So, uh, I mean, if someone <laughs> killed Peggy, just <laughs> call nine one one. So yeah, but then we have to like. It, there's fuck it. What it. I mean, like, uh, I mean, you know, what do we? I mean, we can get the them the treatment they need and get them the fuck out. Um. Is there a Delta Green person that we could call that could come by? Not that we could I mean, trust. I, I mean, we probably yeah. maybe. Fuck. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, yeah. Karen, have I have I worked with anyone or me and Wendigo? Have we worked with anyone that, though we won't wouldn't know if we could trust them? Do we know like a medic or a doctor that is a friendly or whatever? Um, I will say there are probably plenty that you have visited in the past especially cross probably yeah. um for your own injuries um you're not you're not sure one way or the other whether or not you could trust them i guess i'll look at wendigo he's like that's a good idea but when we got two options either we take them to the hospital and we have to cover up the records there or we tell it, take him to one of our people and risk them finding out and coming back and finishing what they tried to do. I will also say, Wendigo, with your, even just like looking Peggy over, 
moving her is going to be tough. Hmm. It would have to be a really controlled situation, or someone needs to come here. When they when they came in, Rose was like kind of snapped out of the stupor that she was in, and she stands up angrily. And as they're debating what to do, she walks over to Cross and smacks him across the face, leaving a bloody handprint. You left us alone? She might die, and her blood is on your hands when it happens. So you Actually, his face, but... <laughs> <laughs> and then... I kind of gasp and bend over and my hand goes over my side and comes away covered in blood. And then I remember I also I also got shot. And I look back up and look back at Cross. You have Two people's blood on your face. Congratulations. I, I guess this is a regular day for you. I'm going to try to help Rose to sitting down. Um, and uh, sort of gesture over to Wendigo because I have no idea what to do with first aid. Um, and I will try to calmly explain. Tried to kill us. Still, they don't know what that's called. Our organization is compromised. People we thought we could trust, we can't. And we found out just the same time that you did. Technically, I look at Wendigo, we're off the clock right now. TikTok? <laughs> Not that one. No, that one. That That is all I hear, looking at her. Because I feel like that's all I have right now. Seconds left. Help her. Please. Uh, I'd like to do some sort of, I don't know, because I feel like uh, Cross is a very uh, calculated sort of statistical reasoner, dude. Can I make some sort of educated guess? What is more risky? Hospital, getting a doctor there, bringing them here, or getting a Delta Green person involved? And I would, I would go with the uh, least amount of risk uh, when comparing the two. Okay, so I'm not gonna have you roll. Okay. I'm gonna tell you from what you know right now and from where you, two, where you stand right now. You don't know what's going on with Delta Green. You don't want to call them. No. You're no doctor, but you're pretty sure Peggy won't make a trip to, to a hospital. Yeah. And then you have the mess of afterwards. Wait a second. I'm going to I say work... something. Okay. I'm going to say something right now that reminds Cross of Agent Pike. Because... If you bring someone here and you can't trust them, 
they can still help you. Hmm. I also thought since I work in the FBI, I could find like a, 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 sh a shady doctor or whatever and <laughs> that's like a criminal and have them come here, but it's probably... Yeah, I think I'll do that. That's kind of fun. Um, yeah, I would like to call uh, a doctor that we know uh, that was involved with uh, Delta Green and going to try, like, basically just be like, we need you now, like, don't call anyone, blah, 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 come here straight away. Like, the, the standard go leave your shit and come and don't tell anyone uh, sort of thing. Absolutely. And, and I will are... tell when to go. Uh, my, my plan is like exactly what you said, though we can't trust them as soon as they get here. We're going to take all of their uh, all their phones, all of their equipment until we know we can trust them. And maybe we never do, but we need them here. We need them to give them help. And that's what we'll do. I will also sounds, say sounds solid. you are noticing like I know the players aren't here, so it's hard to like think. You are noticing Sanford Clark is yeah, not here and... and Nicole Mars is not here. Um, granted, other things have been happening and that's probably hasn't been like top on your list of things to talk about, but you call and this doctor is on their way. What's their name? Uh, what do you want their name to be? You uh, called them. John Spaghetti. Uh, John no, no, no. Spaghetti. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> it's a spaghetti. Um, uh, you know what? It's going to be uh, Lisa. Uh, give me a last name, Wendigo. Schneckel. Uh, Schneckel. <laughs> Lisa Schneckel. <laughs> it's Dr. Spaghetti to you. It's a Dr. Spaghetti. Dr. Lisa Schneckel. Um, yeah. Um, and I'll uh, close the phone, and then I guess that is when I will ask the the group what happened um, and where. I imagine that because you asked it before. Oh yeah. Emily went to answer, and then Rose slapped you across yeah. the face. <laughs> I'll probably um, be getting a, a, a rag <laughs> and sort of uh, wiping that off while uh, you're talking to me. Uh, I, I gesture to bring you into the kitchen, maybe, away from Rose, um, and say, um, well, um, that man brought us into the room with the trapdoor, where I think you, I heard you knocking on the door. Um, Did he look like this? And I describe, uh, Fletcher. Yes. Yeah. Um, thank you, by the way coming back for us we weren't sure if we could trust you obviously um but sorry i was late anyway um we uh managed to pull the lever and fell into the pit underneath um yeah, there's bones in there that's a word for it. Um. Uh, Peggy got impaled on something. And we heard one of those creatures in the dark. Um. Uh, I feel like when you mention that, uh, I'm gonna go check on Peggy. 
uh, and probably uh, ask if I can see everyone's wounds uh, to see if I can make any sort of correlation with uh, monster injuries, though they were in a pit full of blood. That runs to my mind and worries me. Move those towels. She'll bleed out. Wait till the doctor gets here. She's unconscious right now. Please. It, it didn't bite us. It didn't even get close to us. I was trying to tell you. Um, the others, Miss Mars and um, Sanford, they disappeared with the creature. I mean, that pit doesn't have any exits except for the mirrors in there. Um, we found them broken. They were intact when we were there. It's how we got here. And I point, um, I presume, to a mirror <laughs> on the wall. Actually, I stop. I stop you, and I say, I just looked at all this, and there's not a mirror in this house. Where mirrors should be, there is space. Really? There, like you should see a mirror there. There's an outline where the mirror would be. But there's no mirror. We... No, we came through the mirror. I... Anyway. I, I, I believe you. We also entered the building and it seemed like it aged a hundred years. That's why we were a little late in finding you. And I just briefly catch them up on all the details that we saw uh, when, from when we left to, to now. I mean, after your doctor comes and helps Peggy and Rose, I... <laughs> what... What next? I mean... Miss O'Hara. <sighs> we have a plan. It'll be alright. Agent Cross, this world... I mean, I tried to make tea, and I I could barely work the stove. I, everything. I, I, I don't want to die, obviously. But I can only assume the amount of I can only assume the world has moved on from us and from the life that we knew. How are we even supposed to exist? With all the things that we've been seeing, I don't know if we should count out anything from being possible. But. Let's focus on now. And I'm gonna sort of like go to Wendigo and ask him to get the duffel bag that's in the back of the car that has the shotgun in it, uh, just to bring it in just in case um, as we wait. For the yeah, doctor. I'll go out to the car. I'll grab my bag and his bag and bring it back in. Are there any... So you said there was an office. Are there 
books, newspapers, any, like... Emily is looking for something to distract her. Um, bonus if she can learn something about the world that she's in now. Um, there are books. Um, many of them are true crime. Um, a lot of them are very forensics based, more educational. Uh, it's n definitely no fiction in this house. Oh, she's not a fiction person. She's, I mean, she's an archaeologist. She's yeah. so probably forensics would be her go to of anything if she can't find like a newspaper yeah probably wouldn't be a newspaper but... uh i guess i'll probably be doing that as well because why this house why this person definitely be looking around to see who the hell this is and whose house we're in uh and i'll also ask about who the woman was that exited that was with fletcher and learned that they were mars um and be like that's weird um as i'm looking around as well while um rose is alone for a few minutes and everybody else is looking around She's going to lift up her shirt and look at her side and try to look at the bullet wound and see if she can get any idea whether or not it's still in her. Make a luck roll. Okay. 37. 37. It looks like it went clean through. Yes. Okay, okay. I'm just going to keep holding my side and worry a little less about that and just keep staring at Peggy, watching her chest moving and just sit quietly. I don't try to move. I don't say anything. Wendigo will go back to the office as well because he's trying to find paperwork something about this uh gentleman whose house we're in at this point i will say between the agents you don't find any photos you don't find anything with this person's name on it there is a laptop sitting on the bar and Opening that up, there's still no name. It's just a user, um, probably zero, 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 zero. I could probably hack that. Okay. I got some computer science. Can I break into it? Yeah. Make a computer science rule. Well, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say yeah. I should say make a computer <laughs> science rule and we'll see if we can break into it. All right, 61 under 71, baby. All right, yeah. Um, how do you, like, tell me how this happens. Is it as easy as, like, you guess the password or? Um, 
maybe there's like i'm not a hacker in real life um so like maybe there's there is a i think a mode where you can uh sort of like reboot and get into the dos and you can like get to like the programming and maybe i found i there's like a very command simple prompt. yeah like in a command prompt there's like a simple backdoor routine to like for maintenance or some shit i like confuse the computer into like oh it's actually resetting itself but it doesn't and then i'm like a new administrator i don't know something something cool like that lingo you could use the root I... user and create a new uh user account and then go into the user <laughs> and then change the password on the other user and then change it back and then come back out of that user and get into the other one i don't know how to do that though i do what bob dude does what he said i do i do the bob, I do what bob says i do the i do the bob okay you get into the computer um Uh, let's see, who the hell are you? JMMF. Make a search roll. Ooh. Maybe an alertness? Nope. No! Okay. Oh! <laughs> oh my guy. And that is a nine <laughs> under 50. Okay. Um. Does Cross really say that out loud? <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> he goes, he goes, shit chow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says, good chow from uh, is the, the movie that his son really movie. likes. Yeah. <laughs> like that movie. Trucks. So, trucks. <laughs> so you're able to find some information you find most of the history has been cleared. Any search has been cleared. You... It, it almost looks like this laptop has been just completely, like, factory reset. But with your, with your computer science role that you did earlier, I'll say if you are able to dig up any information at all, you can dig up the initials J M M F. Hmm. I'll just sort of shut the laptop. No, nothing. Um, and I'll kind of I'll go up to Wendigo. I don't like us staying here. Once we once the once the doctor gets here and gets them in stable condition, I think we need to get the hell out of here. I mean, if place with mirrors brings them here, and the mirrors with the creatures, it doesn't seem like it's a safe place. They did say that it was a safe house with those words that was written on the mirror, but I don't know. Well, I mean, a house without the mirrors would be the best place to keep them, wouldn't it? Yeah, you could also do that just with a motel. Yes, excuse me, so. FBI business. I need you to remove every mirror inside of this hotel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least with our room, uh, we could just like out of the bathroom. I think that's probably the only place they would have it in like a little cabinet. 
Uh, yeah. Um, J M M F. Does that like ring any bell whatsoever? Uh, like, I'm trying to see like anthropologically, archaeology, the things that I'm known for, like, is there something that would trigger in my mind with the name J, with these J-M-M-F? And... No. What about all the info that I got from Delta Green before we were taken off the case? Any weird cross-references? Also, no. And I feel like this is a lot of what's happening, like, in the office at the desk. Yeah, like, we're just trying... Like... You've received, like, two new pieces to this puzzle when you didn't even know what you needed to do with the last pieces of this puzzle. Like, you have this new woman now and these initials, and none of it's fitting together. I think I'll stop, and I'll be like, what are we doing? And then I'll walk out into the living room where the where the, the women are and just be like, J-M-M-F. Joshua Emanuel Morrison Fredrickson. Does that ring any bells? Uh, should it? It's a person that supposedly owns this house. The one that we, the one that you all came to through a mirror and the one that some ghost lady told me to come to. I don't like it. <laughs> I feel like Emily just breaks out into hysterical <laughs> laughter. Something funny, Miss O'Hare. <laughs> you don't... You don't like it. It just... We have... One of our friends dying on a couch. Another one is shot. And you don't like it. I put the book down and I just go into the bathroom and close the door. <laughs> I assure you, Agent Crit Cross, none of us are a huge fan of anything that is happening right now. My priority is to try to keep you all safe. So. Doing a stellar job. You're welcome. And I'll, uh, go outside to take a smoke. Waiting for the doctor. Yeah, you head outside and it's only, I mean, your cigarette's gone by the time you hear it, but you hear a car coming down, parking on the curb. You see sort of like knock on the door letting Wendigo know that she's here yeah you see a woman get out um, since this is your contact what does she look like um I feel like uh, I don't know why but I thought that like she's actually a veterinarian um uh, but like she used to be like a, a doctor. She's like very frazzled, big glasses, very thick, uh, uh, curly uh, black hair that's in like a messy bun um, and like might have uh, 
I don't I don't know why, but maybe she has like a bunch of uh, maybe she adopts a lot of animals or something like that. So there's like I don't know, like there's some stain on her face that she hasn't noticed yet. Um, and it's just like on there uh, is like a, a little like just messy, um, but in like an adorable sort of way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's an odd uh, look, Rose, as Agent Cross comes back in with this doctor you've heard about, but you see this mess of a person coming in I, with him. I ask for her phone and uh, other stuff when she gets up to the, the like, I'm imagining like the stoop with stairs. When she gets to the stoop, I ask for the phone. Yeah, she hands it over. Thank you. We have uh, two injured inside. Um, just want to make sure that uh, we can stabilize them, do the best that we can. Injured how? And she kind of like pushes past you to walk inside. Um, and I'll, I'll just be like, I'll let them describe it uh, themselves. Yeah, you see this woman walk in and she's already like, she has some sort of case with her and she's setting that down on the bar and like eyeing the blood that's everywhere. And you hear like the, the clasps of the case open and she opens it up and is beginning to dig through for some gloves. At this point, Emily has emerged now that this cross had left. Um, and is standing kind of protectively over Rose and Peggy, just arms crossed, looking at the doctor and at, um, at Agent Cross. Ms. O'Hara, can you explain to uh, Lisa here what uh, the injuries, if you'd be so um, kind? Of course. Um... <sighs> Uh, Rose, uh, and I gesture, uh, was shot, bullet went clean through, but she's still bleeding. Um, we've tried to, she's been putting pressure. Um, Peggy, though, I did my best, but she was, um, impaled, shot also, but impaled on, uh, a piece of bone. Um, we took it out, um, and we've well, you can see. And there's just, like, layers of towels and blankets and, like, because you're not supposed to take it off. You're supposed to just keep layering and layering and layering so it doesn't, like, keep... whatever. And, um... And she says, uh, we did our best, but I... rudimentary at best. Um... I don't know what else to say. You see, like, the moment she's done taking in the information... You see a little nod, and her eyes just dart. She looks at Rose, she looks at Peggy, and she immediately, as she's putting on gloves, heads to Peggy first. Um, immediately kneels down. It seems to just be, like, gauging how much blood. And as she's taking a look around, she says, We need another surface. Um, Kitchen table. There's a desk in the in the other uh, room. The bed. Can you carry? Can you bring the bed out here? Yeah. Start uh, going. Help. Uh, Wendigo. Yeah, and there's there's this like you're you're moving this bed out here, stripping the sheets, basically just like um, getting everything off of it. And she probably enlists a couple people's help, probably the agents more than anyone, just because like that's who she's working with right now. Uh, a quick lift 
lifting Peggy onto the bed, and you see her work feverishly, I think is the best way to describe it. Like, there's a moment where it was like stalling, stalling, and then the moment things are starting to be removed, it's like a whole other world. She is completely zoned into what she is doing. She doesn't talk to anyone. Um, you can see Peggy's eyes like moving behind her eyelids. There's occasional like winces just from the pain, even as she's unconscious. And um, at one point, she asks one of the agents to retrieve the blood bags from her case. And there's almost like this just extendable pole that was kept in the case as well that she's just yeah putting up and setting up basically this hospital room inside of here like she's done it a million times and eventually Peggy seems stable enough in her eyes for her to move her attention to Rose and Rose is much quicker the wound is Examined, cleaned, bandaged quite quickly. You've got like a wrap around your entire torso just to keep that secure. It hurts. It hurts more now, now that attention has been drawn to it and it's been cleaned. And once she's finished, you all hear a knock at the door. Fuck. Uh, I immediately take out my gun. And Same here. Uh, just be like, did you tell anyone you were coming in? And that's where we're going to end the episode. Fuck. Carrie! Oh let my me, god. Let me get oh my, my sure. notebook back out. Oh my god. Let me oh just, god. let me just, <laughs> let me just throw that up there. Thanks. Again. <laughs>